Game Pass News recorded February 17th, 2022. We are here to chat about Xbox, to chat about Game Pass. I can't remember the service that we talk about. It's something. It's it's in the title. It's difficult. And Game Pass, I'm Nick, and this is Sean. Uh, how you doing, man? Hopefully better than me. <laughs> I don't think I'm as collected as you this evening, but yeah, I'm, I'm okay. It's going to be a good show. I'm tired, man. It's been a very rough 10 days. Lindsay's still testing positive for COVID. So I have done the whole single parent thing as well as trying to care for her and stuff like that as much as possible for the last 10 days. So I'm I'm pretty wiped out. Um, I'm ready for to, to, (laughs) to not be a single parent. Yeah, to not be the single dad. Yeah, man, that that's got, that's tough. Oh, I feel for you. So, uh, and we were chatting before before we started recording, but this is this is it, irregardless, right? According to all your laws and everything, you're she'll be yeah. Break out. UK's government guidelines said that even now she's done it ten days of isolation, even if she's still testing positive. Which when she did the test this morning, it was the faintest of lines. Um, she's allowed out into the public during tomorrow. So yeah, is she like going stir crazy? Yes, she's absolutely hated it. She she joked at one point and said, if you'd have told me two weeks ago that you're going to have a whole 10 days in bed, you don't have to move. She just she said, I'll snap your hand off for that. But now she's actually done it. She's like, no. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah she's, that, she's, that played, she, she's played that much Mario 3D World. She's now at a point where she's at the special levels and that difficult. She's really frustrated with it. So I'm just getting a lot of like, her going, fuck, fuck's sake, and throw the, the, the switch down and say, like, if you don't do what I'm going to do, tell you to do, Mary, I'm going to shave your mustache off. <laughs> so, this yeah. sounds fantastic. <laughs> I told you, man, Champions Road is like one of the hardest Mario levels that I, that I have, uh, I don't know, that I've ever Just, played. I watched a YouTube video of a modded version of Champions Road where it was even harder. Why would somebody do that? Why would they make the hardest level in the world even harder? I know, I know, man. Yeah, I know. It's that ro- that level is friggin' tough. I like I said, I played it for May- monthly mayhem, and uh, yeah, I, I think I used I think I used Peach. I'm fairly certain because you know her floats like the best thing in the world for that level. Um, but yeah, I I couldn't imagine being using just Mario, and he did Mario with no. With no power-ups, too. I don't know. It's crazy. What's up, Hambone Johnny? Thanks for joining, man. We appreciate it. Uh, Sean, do you have a question for him before we jump in? You had said something about this. I do I do have a question. So when we were playing It Takes Two on Tuesday, you, you Mr. Hambone Johnny, um, re, you claimed your channel points for me to do a Beat Saber video and upload it to YouTube. I have a, a small question of... Um, do you have a music type preference that you would like to see? Because I have there's a list I've got stuff I've got metal, I've got EDM, um, I've got a bit of Britney Spears on there, I've got some Disney songs on there. <laughs> um, so you know, if there's anything that you want to see me play, um, that'd be pretty awesome. I mean, I mean, I don't know, I don't know, Britney Spears or Disney, dang, those are both hard to pass up. 
Hey, the, the, um, which one is it? He's, got, he's gone metal, Sean. He said metal. No, Kingslayer is then. Okay, cool. There so it'll go. be Bring Me the Horizons, Kingslayer. There you have it. Need some headbanging. Boom. All right. Uh, that's awesome. And we do we do appreciate uh, your participation, Hambone Johnny. You're awesome for that. Yeah. Um, uh, before, before we get started, I, I was literally... Uh, I was working with Noah on some on some like scripture memorization that he has to do for for school, and one of one of the words was inheritance. He was like, "Dad, I have no <laughs> idea what that means." And I was like, "All right." I was like, "Well, so like a long, long time away," because I didn't want him to freak out that his parents were gonna die. Right? I was like, "For like, it'll be forever from now for you." I was like, "Your mom and dad will, you know, die, and then and then you'll get to inherit everything we have, which means you'll get to have it. You'll you'll get it. It's all yours. You can do whatever you want with it. You and your sister." And and he's like, "Oh, okay. I think I get it." And Ariel is like right there on the couch next. <laughs> I could not stop laughing. She says, "Wait." You mean we get the entire snack drawer? <laughs> yes. <laughs> this, this is what she was concerned with. Like, if you, I'm afraid she'll kill me tonight just so that she can get the snack drawer. Because she was like, and her eyes were so big. She was like, I get the entire snack drawer. That's amazing. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that. that's, that's, my, that's my kid's story. Uh, that's what my kids want when I die is the snack drawer, apparently. <clears throat> so uh that that being said let's talk some video games we have uh before we get into the xbox uh everybody knows sean and i have a switch we play nintendo we love nintendo uh heck we even ran an animal crossing podcast once a moon ago um so uh, there was a nintendo direct just recently so we're not going to break it down for you because you get a nintendo podcast like nintendo dads and dads after dark and all that fun stuff to do that but sean nintendo pals let's not nintendo forget nintendo pals andros that's right he will break it down while he shovels his snow and mows his lawn at the same time i don't know what he does no he's i think he's in florida so there's probably no snow shoveling but i just i, just, I don't know if they mow the lawn in the winter or not i don't know but uh um so what are like give me two games two games that they broke out with what so so the first one of the two would definitely have to be mario strikers the 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 discord community going absolutely crazy for that game so uh i'm on board with that the 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 whole like wanting to set up a team and stuff like that that's just gonna it's gonna be so much fun so that's Mm -hmm. the first of the two uh the second one is the portal companion it's i i yeah i love the portal games portal one was great i the whole I like the fact they called it companion as well because that hit, hits home with a companion cube but the whole like glados thing the, the song at the end of the first one was great then <laughs> of course picks the soccer game um <laughs> Soccer, this is football. It's goddamn football. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> that's my favorite. Um, and then obviously Portal Two. We've we've got a Brit comedian, Stephen uh, Stephen Merchant, that does the whole uh, voice for the 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 the, the tiny little AI that you carry around. Those two games are amazing. Um, I've kind of been hoping they'd come to Game Pass, but it's not happened. So for them to come to the Switch and be able to pick it up and play it anywhere, they're the two that I'm I'm looking forward to the most. Awesome. Um, yeah, I am. 
I am really looking forward to Mario Strikers. That would be that would be on my list as well. Um, I actually I actually just on a whim like it was like twenty minutes before the before the game before the game uh before the direct and I was just like hey I think we'll get I can't remember something something like Splatoon three and we'll get a Mario sports game and I even called out Strikers and it was there I was I was shocked total luck um I'll take it um. So I'm really excited for that. Uh, I think it's landed at a great time in our household. Uh, Noah is definitely into soccer uh, <laughs> uh, right now. Uh, he's been playing indoor 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 football uh, every every Saturday. He has a game, and so uh, yeah, when he saw that, he was over the moon. Uh, Nintendo Switch Sports. I am so in on Nintendo Switch Sports. I'm yeah. so excited for this. Uh, I can't wait to see how it plays. I am in on the demo or the I don't know the 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 test or whatever it is. This uh, I think it's tomorrow actually is open yeah, for yeah, a few hours. Yeah, um, so I'm in on that. I've got all set up, I'm ready to go. I'd be interested to see if the Nintendo servers and we've had issues when we used to do the the Animal Crossing podcast and we Amen. used to do people coming over and stuff like. We used to have so many issues with the servers. Mm-hmm. It's saying that you can have up to twenty. Was it twenty people online? Was that that one, or was that Strikers? No, well, you can have twenty people in a club in Strikers. I don't think. I think it's eight right. that can play. I don't think twenty can actually play. But still, it, it, to, for the bowling, the bowling aspect of it, I can imagine that the, the dads after dark are gonna get gonna get hold of that and be like, "Let's do like a bowling night this night every week." I'm in. I, I am in on all of it. Let's do it. I'm I'm in on the strikers. I'm in on the Nintendo Switch stuff. Uh, yeah, I am. I'm super excited for all this. So, so that is the Nintendo Direct. Um, and uh, really excited. Really excited for everything that Nintendo brought us. Excited for uh, for the Nintendo fans. And excited for us to see what uh, what it holds. It's gonna be a banger of a year. Like if like if two thirds of the stuff that we think is happening over there is happening really happens banger of the year i mean just awesome it's so cool to see all the sony has got their lineup like ready to fire this year game pass is rolling i mean it's it's awesome to see what what the big three are uh, are bringing to the table um platinum top stories platinum hints at an xbox ac- willingness for an xbox acquisition what do you think about that sean um... you want platinum to be acquired by xbox It'd be interesting. Um, I mean, what are they known for? Bayonetta. Um, not really a, a developer that I've ever played anything of, but you know. Yeah, they made Astral Chain, right? I'm pretty sure they did. Um, you're right. Platinum is not is not known to be my my cup of tea either. Uh, I know if John's listening to this, he's like, "Hell no!" I'm just gonna be real honest. I know that he's probably already said that like three times. Um, <laughs> so, um, uh, so. Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't think any more acquisitions are are going to be a great thing. Just, to, I mean, I've said this before. I don't think it's great for the for the uh, for the industry as a whole. I don't think it's great for gamers. I, I don't, you know, I just, I just don't. Uh, but that said, there's going to be more acquisitions. Sony has already said, you know, hold your hold your pants, more are coming. That's that was how the CEO broke it down. Yeah, you see, I I kind of disagree with that. Acquisitions not being good for the industry. I think acquisitions is great for the industry. If you're going to get a really big conglomerate like Xbox and Microsoft behind you as a small developer, 
you're going to get more money. You're going to have the ability to talk with other developers and producers and be back and forth. And it's going to push. We're going to get better quality games more often. And for people that are invested in things like Game Pass, you're going to get the ability to play those games as part of your subscription on day one of release. And it, it's just, I think they're just going to, everything's going to flow better. Where some of these, like Platinum might not be the greatest game developer. That's why we've not seen much of them. They, they, they've made games like Bayonetta and games that they enjoy making and be good at making, but could they do more with them? Could they do different genres? Could they bring them to different platforms with different, you know, uh, graphics engines and stuff like that you know if it's things like that and, and microsoft has the ability to fund that and give them that opportunity it's going to make those games better so people who follow those style of games you know are only going to benefit from it so i don't think it's this the acquisition is going to harm the gamer i think if it's done right and then this brings us all the way back to the activision blizzard chat which we're going to move into next um a little bit more it, it kind of like it, it I, I don't I don't see the problem with it. I, I only see it as as a benefit to, to myself I, I can only see it getting better I can't see it getting worse as long as it's done right <laughs> yeah you're so you are right um it, as long as it's done right it's not it it's not all that it shouldn't be all that horrible of a thing so I agree with all that the problem is like well if they want to support these devs then you know throw them some money to make that 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 uh, exclusive game for them let them be on their own and and make a you know make it so that they make this game exclusive for them they could they could easily do that as well i get why they don't i get why it's important that they have them under their umbrella especially for xbox right now as they're trying to build out that uh, those studios to make game pass even more um even more valuable um and and wanton um but it, the, just... the only question i have to that is do you, do you think covid had a lot to play in this acquisition start because let's look at small businesses if you if you look around at small businesses that have crippled and collapsed under the covid because you know Things like operate, you know, you've had to lay staff off, you've had to furlough people, you've had to apply for grants, the money's not been there, you've not had the custom coming through. Mm-hmm. Um, could could our game developers be seeing the same style of issue? And, you know, Xbox are turning around and saying, look, we really want you to stay afloat. We really enjoy what you do. Let us, let us be the overhead to you. You can carry on, but we'll fund it in the background. And you carry on as you were, but we, we, we really enjoy what you do. We enjoy the games that you make. So let us be that umbrella of protection, basically, that still allows you to operate. Because yeah, yeah. that's the other thing. A lot we're, we're looking at this post, almost post pandemic, where people are struggling, like companies are struggling, and things like that. So is mm-hmm. is this acquisition uh, war? And I wouldn't say war. Is this acquisition period that we're now seeing being a, an outcome of, of COVID? I think it could be. I really do, especially for this size. It's funny, right? I mean, so wait, not funny. It's ironic that the smaller devs um, making the indie games were were more because they're smaller. They're more agile. There's like three guys, you know, is basically like, well, why don't we just all bunk together for the pandemic and we'll be good? You know, we can still keep making our game. 
Um, I think the Nintendos and maybe even the Platinums and stuff like that, that, that focus on a large group of, uh, uh, developers all over the world to make their games. Yeah. I think they struggled. I think especially initially they struggled to figure out how do we get them to have the assets they need and to have the computers and to have everything they need to build out what they need to have, plus have the infrastructure uh, virtually to have meetings and have creative meetings and creative thoughts and processes flow in, in this space. I mean, that yeah, I think, I think that really, really hurt them, um, these medium-sized companies that, that have these multiple studios on, on different sides of the earth, different continents. Um, so yeah, I think I think that certainly could be playing a part. And then you have companies uh, like Microsoft who have a ton of money and were able to float through it and still have the money to be like, hey, how about 70 billion and we own you? Um, so yeah, I think that's uh, I think that's certainly a possibility. But I still don't know if I think it's a great idea. Like, there, you can do everything. So, Hambon Johnny said, hopefully, you know, the same thing you kind of said. Hopefully, it pushes innovation, risk-taking for developers since they'll have a backstop. I totally agree with what you guys are saying in a perfect world. There's also a mechanism to make all that happen in, in the world we lived in before the acquisition race. Okay? And I'm not, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I think what Microsoft did was exactly what they needed to do. Um, and we can kind of move into that too. Like, um, we can move into the fact that Microsoft has just has just last week said, hey, uh, your, your Call of Duties, your Activision, Blizzard games, they're going to stay put. They're going to be right where they've always been. We're going to offer them on all the platforms. Now listen, the cynic in me says there was a boardroom meeting somewhere with a bunch of lawyers, and they said, Phil... And Nadella, there's no way that you are going to get this through unless you up front, you can either you can either ask for this to be exclusive to Xbox. You're probably going to get told no, and then you're going to have egg on your face when you have to turn around and make everything on all the platforms because the government told you to. <laughs> or you can yeah. come out right now and be the guy that wants everybody to play all the games everywhere and you can say, like they did last week, listen, all these games are going to be everywhere they need to be. I think that's the boardroom meeting that happened. Because that the, the openness of like, hey, we're going to play these everywhere. That was not Phil's initial comment on how they were going to work with Activision. It's my personal opinion. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's just going to be, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. It's still all up in the air. It's still, you know, there's still all the, the I's to be dotted, the T's to be crossed. We still got the antitrust things to go through. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it all goes. But it's nice to see that you know the Activision are saying that the franchise is like Call of Duty as input. I didn't want them to be held to ransom because I think that would have been that's that's it being done wrong for me. That's the mm -hmm. you know please don't do that. Right. The, right. the the way it should the, the the right way if it being done is that you know being the backstop for small developers and also for big developers that want to take a risk and do something different. So. Yeah, this this new new time we are in is 
is fascinating. Like I can't wait, I just can't wait to see what happens. You got the streaming front, you have the VR front, um, you have the subscription front, and you know everybody's kind of in a different piece. Uh, well, not everybody's in a different piece, but there's not really one person at all. Like I mean, we were just having the conversation on Discord of you know like there's there's no Xbox VR at the moment. HoloLens tried to be a consumer product. It's not. It's a commercial product at the moment. It's an AR commercial product at the moment, and it costs a shit ton. Um, hence the reason yeah. it's a commercial product. Um, and so it's being used in high-end laboratories and stuff like that. Um, and then you have the subscription thing where PlayStation is trying to jump in, but they're not really there yet. And then you have Nintendo, who's like, F you all, we sold five bazillion Switches, we don't need to do anything you're doing. Like, it's just, it's, just, it's a grand time. Like, it's so much fun to be chatting about video games. Yeah, and that, and that's what's really good about it, is Nintendo are doing their own thing, where they are, they're, they're, they're bringing back things like Majora's Mask on their expansion pack sort of stuff, mm-hmm. so they're hitting the nostalgia. Um, I think they're hitting a little bit of nostalgia with switch sports because you know oh yeah everybody love everybody love Wii sports so why not bring switch sports up so they're doing really well their own thing and plus you've got their big titles like breath of the wild come in a new kirby that's all very open world you've got all that kind of stuff and then you see you've got playstation uh in you know vr you know playstation psvr2 um you know to try and keep in line with the hives and the oculists of the world that you know because let's be honest as an oculus user that that system i think over the last last two months is kind of signed its own death warrant so but we'll mm-hmm. stand by and watch, watch that you know i got it at christmas and i'm already looking at like the major oculus users like uh, naysayer and get hype kind of saying you know it's almost dead it's gonna you know the, the, the wait the, the oculus whole... is almost dead yeah the, the huh. fa- I, did, I didn't even know this is news to me Facebook have done this stupid thing where they've named, changed the name to Meta. I they've saw this on a and... Super Bowl ad, and I was like, "Why is it called yeah. MetaQuest? Was it, is that what it was called?" Yeah. Or... yeah, that's what it's done. So they, what they did is they shut down the um, Oculus Quest. They shut down the Oculus Twitter account. Just killed it. Really? Flat, flat murdered it. Yeah. So they, they what they did in, in in essence is they killed a brand name. So you kill a brand name, you normally kill the product that follows the brand name. So, yeah, there's a lot there's a lot happening with that at the moment. So I did you know, not know for, any of this. Yeah, so it's a good time for PlayStation to be bringing out the the PSVR two because the, the, it, it could potentially be a hole in the market soon. So. Yeah, now that's considered the more high end VR model, anyways, right? Like, I mean, I mean, PSVR is considered a more higher end model than the Oculus. Is that is that a true statement? Mm. I'd say that, yeah, I'd say for what it, it boasts it can do, yes. But the, for the fact that you're still wired to a machine, we'll, we'll see. Because if it's sure. anything like the PSVR, you still got all the wires and everything <clears> dangling <throat> behind you. Kind of limits it where the Oculus kind of is. Yeah, you've got no wires. You've got nothing. So The, the Oculus kind of is the switch of the VR world? Basically, is that yeah, the... basically, yeah. <laughs> I can appreciate that. I get, I can get behind that. Makes sense to me. And then, <laughs> and then, and then you know, the, most importantly, we've got we've got Xbox that are doing the subscription thing with Game Pass, and they're bringing huge AAA titles to day one release with Game Pass. So it's interesting. It's it's gone it's gone full circle again. Yeah, 
You better believe it. I'm I am super excited to see what happens. Uh news bulletins. <laughs> this one's great, Sean. This one just made me chuckle when I immediately read it. EA says it's that damn Halo Infinite's fault. That's why their Battlefield 2042 is no good. Well, let me tell you, if Halo Infinite, the live service that isn't, that everybody's wondering where the live and the live service is, and everybody's bitching and complaining about Halo Infinite, if that's the game that took down your big game, buddy, that's a problem, because I loved Halo as a single-player campaign, um, but as a live service, ain't nobody talking real good about it right now, so I'm, I'm a little confused on how that was the one that killed them. Uh, <laughs> any, any words on that one? Um. Yeah. No. Dice. <laughs> Dice are looking to blame. This. This is a, like a bad breakup. Dice are looking to blame somebody, and the the mistress in the, the only mistress they could find was Halo. That's right. That's right. It's not like for the fact know. that. Not for the fact that they dropped Battlefield 2042 at the same time as Fortnite was changing, Warzone was changing. There was a new <laughs> Call of Duty out. Halo was dropping. Forza was dropping. It's kind of like you, you picked a really bad time to launch a game. Well, they pushed it too, right? Like they had a sweet spot and then they pushed it a few months and then they and then they kind of just dropped it in the middle of everything. You're right about that. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, and that's, that's fantastic. Uh, quick news. A new narrative adventure is out in Sea of Thieves as of today, as this the February 17th. So if you're listening to this podcast, it's out right now. Um, so I don't know much about it, but... Uh, uh, I know there are a lot, a lot of Sea of Thieves fans. Uh, Elden Ring preload has begun. I meant to actually check this out and see if I can preload it as a Game Pass member. I didn't get that far, though. So. Um, yep. I, I probably won't be loading, never mind preloading. So. <laughs> I got you. I, I've already sunk a lot of time into one open world RPG. So. Mm-hmm. I do understand that. I do not know. I would not sit here and claim that I will beat Elden Ring or that I may even make it real far. Um, but I do feel like I want to at least throw a few hours into an experience with it and see what it's like. Uh, so there you go. <laughs> Cyberpunk, which a few hours means I won't even make it past the tutorial. But that's okay. You know, we'll be all right with that. Uh, Cyberpunk 2077 next gen update for Xbox is out. And it's a major improvement for Series X at least. Not maybe as much for Series S, but at least if you're a Series X owner, you got a major improvement. You have Cyberpunk. I might go back to that game. Yeah, you I, have I might it. go back. I might actually start playing that again. That sounds great. You, you know, once you beat Dying Light, you've been talking about it the last couple of weeks. Once you beat that game, you can just jump into another really huge open world game. Sounds like uh, sounds like a blast. Then after that, you can join me in Elden Ring. Uh, <laughs> any other top stories that I'm missing, Sean? Um, no, not that I can think of. I mean, Black History Month is carrying on. We talked about a couple episodes ago. Um, that obviously ends at the end of February. But other than that, no. I think that's that's all the new stuff that I've seen as well. So, you, yeah. I love it. Well, sir, I'm going to let you go first. You tell me what your Xbox Spotlight is. What games have you been playing this week? <sighs> well, before before the podcast, I was, I was streaming a little bit of Dying Light. So that is the only game I have been playing, other than the little bit of It Takes Two that we did the other night, um, which we'll touch on in a second. I have played Dying Light 2 to it, its absolute death. I have, I'm at the point now where I'm at the epilogue. So there was a mission that I was in the middle of doing, and as I went to walk through a door, um, 
I got a like a screen that popped up and said, look, this is the end. This this is the end of the game. This is the end of the story. If you've got shit to do still in the city, go and do it because you know you ain't gonna be able to do it now. So um I I kind of I've now set upon making sure that I get all the windmills unlocked. I've been to all the electrical substations, I've got all the metros unlocked and there's just there is that much to do in the game, that many different side quests. I think I've got 57 side quests to go at. Um something like 40 mission um 40 challenges to do or activities and then stupid amounts of like run free running challenges and bits and pieces to do so i've got a lot to go out of this game so yeah so but i mean once you beat the game it doesn't it doesn't like let you continue on to do more stuff i don't know and that's something i'm gonna have to look at look into i might actually have to read that because some of the things that I, some of the stuff that I need to do, uh, I get to. I need um, an item in the game that I have had taken off me as part of the story mode, mm. and I can't complete them. I can't, so I can get to these things. I did it in the stream. There's um, like military drops that you have to get to, but you need the GR, like it's called a GRE access key to unlock these. Like a certain once you open the box and you get to it, you need the GRE access key to then open that box um, to get the next, like to get the military tech that's inside it. I don't have that because it's been taken away from me as part of the story mode. So I'm getting to these things and I'm like, I need to come back to this. And it was a hell of a climb to get to. And it took me a while to get, I mean, the last half of the, I I guess streamed it for about 50 minutes and the, the, the second half of the stream was literally me just scaling a building to get to one of these military drops. So it took 20 minutes to do that. And that's 20, like genuinely 20 minutes of climbing, looking at where things are going, falling, trying to get back up and stuff like that. So yeah. Um, As for, as for glitches in the game, in the stream, which is on that Twitch, you can go and look at, um, I had the whole daylight, daytime, nighttime glitch that I keep getting. Mm -hmm. So I was playing and I started the stream and it was nighttime. Um, the little clock in the corner get, gets around to dusk. Uh, sorry, it gets around to dawn. It gets past dawn. The, it tells me the sun's risen, so I should be okay. Um, the whole effect of the sun being risen is fine because the, uh, the infection that you have is held back by UV light. So because the sun's up, you're, abs- excuse me, you're absolutely fine. Mm-hmm. But it was still pitch black. <laughs> So the game was Even acting. Was telling... like, yeah, the game was acting like the sun was out, except you couldn't see anything. Yeah, exactly that. Gotcha. So, yeah, that was that was quite annoying for for a bit, and I get that quite often. Sometimes it happens where it goes to nighttime and it's still daylight. That's when the glitch is awesome because you because yeah, <laughs> what you can do best. is you you can initiate a chase where you get chased by like volatiles which are highly mutated versions of the infected and very quick infected and you can get if you get that to like the full scale of level four chase your xp for free running and things like that goes up to like time six so it's a really good way of earning xp and if you get the glitch the right way around um you can run around and you can earn loads of xp and level up quite like level up or skill up skill yourself up quite quickly um but if it happens the other way around where it's nighttime all the time, it's just really annoying because you spend more time running into stuff and falling over yourself than anything else. Yeah, that makes sense. So it sounds like it sounds like, so 
if it's nighttime and the sun's still out, it acts. The game mechanics are like the sun's still out. Like you, like you, yeah. you don't get sick. Okay. So we are experiencing different problems. I I had said to you in a in a direct message that I experienced that same kind of thing with grounded, except it's different. It's like it really is just like a light source problem in the open world. Like if it's daylight, the bugs and everything that are out in grounded are are exactly what they're supposed to be. It's just it seems like it's night, and if it's night, and the and and this happens. You, you literally can't see anything. It doesn't matter what light source you have in front of your face. It's literally like it, it just seems like it's an open world issue. So it seems like we are having two different issues. But yeah, I've experienced something which, similar to that. Which like Grounded can get away with because it's a game preview. It actually states in the title that it's a game preview. And the, the other thing that we talked about is because they've launched so much <laughs> DLC and add-ons for Grounded, it cannot be a game preview anymore. But it still is. It still has a title. Yeah, that um, needs to go yeah. away. <laughs> Game preview. Microsoft needs to tell developers, listen, when you start giving out chunky DLC to your game, you can no longer be like, well, we're still a game preview. I don't I don't know what the problem is. It's not our fault. It's a game preview. I'm like, come on. Yeah. No, no, no. You've been out for like two years now, man. You're not a game preview. You're not a game preview anymore. No, well, like Dying Light is a full-fledged, should be polished game. So, you know shouldn't be seeing these many issues i'm still having the audio issue where every now and then the audio craps out um i think i had that just before we started playing it takes two the other night so but anyway leading on the other game that i've been playing we played this together on tuesday night in stream we played it for like two and a quarter hours um (laughs) with the intention to try and finish the game yeah we found out right (laughs) away that wasn't gonna happen yeah, Tim, Tim ruined that dream for us by yeah, telling us. Yeah, he just he crushed said, it. <laughs> yeah, we had so much left to do, and it was going to take like nine, between 60 to 90 minutes per section. So, But man, that game, how good is that game? It's yeah. like every time we play it, I am taken, I'm taken aback by how good that game is to play. The small details and everything, so the... You know the the versus mini games that we get to play, and then there's like all the whole thing where you get to launch yourself out the cannon and stick yourself to the dartboard. Just everything, and like the whole art thing where we got to paint a picture, <laughs> you got stuck in the printer. <laughs> I did, yeah, it was good. Yeah, they do. They've done some real amazing things in that game, and it deserved all the all that it got. And well, I can't say more because it got game of the year, but it deserved everything that all the all the awards and. And everything that it got, it uh, very very impressive game. Um, I was really glad to have the community there to help me remember what the heck was going on because it had been a, quite a while since we played, and so I was like, I don't even know why we're ripping this thing in shreds, quite frankly. Um, uh, and the elephant so, scene. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so it was good. It was good to have them there to kind of uh, catch me up. Um, but yeah, absolutely love that game uh we'll schedule hopefully we'll be able to schedule some more time with it not so far apart see if we can uh, knock that game out get it off of my get it off of my series s so yeah i mean the the issue we run into is that we've had some technical issues when it comes to streaming games but we seem to hit that pretty well so i think i think i think see this for those of you who are listening i have crossed both of my fingers uh i think we have it figured out I think we have both my fingers. Like I only have two fingers. I don't understand. Never mind. 
Don't some 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 streamers like run into little technical issues where it's just them doing it, and then when we have to stretch across the pond and introduce things like Zoom and party chat and this that and the other, it kind of starts to make things a bit confusing. And Nick does a hell of a job with all his audio cable, all his virtual cables, and everything. You, like that, so. you are way <laughs> too nice. That is not true at all. You people, you don't know what Sean puts up with. Like twenty minutes of me being like, ah, well, I got the call, the cord. I'm like an, I'm like Cranky Kong trying to figure out how to stream this shit. Ain't true at all. But I love you for being so kind. Thank you so much. It was just so funny last week. I was like, I was sat on my end, kind of like. Because there isn't a right lot I can do at this end because everything runs through Nick's awesome machine. Um, and I was playing a little bit of Dying Light and I was in the middle of trying to scale this building and I was getting to a bit where it was quite hairy and then all, and all I could hear was Nick going, test, test, test. And it scares the shit out of me. <laughs> so, but yeah. Yeah, but I appreciate your kind words. Um, <laughs> uh, anything else for you, pal? Um, no, unfortunately. Other than helping Lindsay with a little bit of Mario 3D World and Captain Toad Treasure, Tra- Treasure Tracker. That's that's about it. Gotcha. Uh, for me, <clears throat> I have been playing a few games. Um, a couple of these games I think I've already chatted about. Spirit Fair. Man, I I really I really like this game. I will say I'm I'm afraid it's gonna overstay its welcome. Uh, cause I'm a little like um I have only sent a few characters through the door. I have quite a few more to go. And they're just like such needy bastards. Like, you know, like, uh, I need a pork chop and I need this. And I, I kind of feel like it's like Animal Crossing on a boat, except I'm just sending them to their death. Like, I, I don't know. It, it's uh, it's it's a strange one. I loved it at first. I'm kind of at like it now. And I'm I'm afraid that by the time I get to the finish, I'm going to hate I'm going to hate play it. Um. But I, I like bought this game. This is the this is the no game pass effect. I bought this game, so I'm gonna hate play the dang thing to the end. That's all I gotta say about that. So, um, so I just yeah, I just have a I'm worried that that's gonna happen. Um, I played and beat the streak continues. <laughs> almost didn't, almost didn't. Um, the streak continues. I beat Death's Door today, and holy crap. I know. You heard it here last, people. You heard it here last. This game is amazing. I know you heard it everywhere else already, but you heard it on Game Pass News last. Death Door is amazing. This, the the music is fantastic. The world is great. It has like a... I mean, it's definitely a Metroidvania, but it reminded me of like Metroid Dread. The only thing I will say Dread does better is it gives you those hits of like you get new abilities more often than in death store and death store you go quite a long time before you get something new and that that is the one thing i do love about dread is it's like sometimes you can go through a run and you're just like oh i got this and i get this and i got that and it's just like wow um that's exactly how it is um and so yeah i uh but an absolute amazing game flawless in so many ways um the battles were great i posted a i posted a picture of me Fighting, I believe it's the second to last boss. There might have been a, there might have been a boss between them. I don't know. Um, and I hit him, and with like this fire spell, and I, I, my fire spell continually does damage, and so, and I was running away from one of their projectiles, but it hit me right as like the continual damage killed the big boss, and we both just like fell to the ground at the same time, and I, I got, I didn't get credit for it. They made me, they made me do it again. I was a little. 
I was a little deflated by that, but we got through it, made yeah. it all the way through. <laughs> Final boss is a real bitch in that one. I'm not gonna. That's all I'm gonna say about that. Um. Uh. Okay. Hey, Tim. Oh, nothing. You know, only only 40 minutes. Don't worry. Nothing much. <laughs> We're so glad you're here, man. Thanks for hopping in. Um. So, Death's Door... Oh, Banjo-Kazooie. I'm still playing this game with my kids. I would like to say that the kids and I are playing together, but we are now at a point where that's not really happening. The kids are like, hey, Dad, you should play Banjo-Kazooie, and we want to watch because it's tough and we don't really want to play anymore. And uh, this game... I have come to this conclusion. It is a really good game. It's a game that is quite a bit uh, before its time. Like, a lot of the game mechanics you see in this game are in games much, much newer than it. And uh, and so, and so uh, kudos for that. The camera in this game is no better than Super Mario 64. I said it was in the last podcast. I lied. The only reason, the only reason it feels better is because in Banjo, because in this game, you can use Kazooie to float. And so... <laughs> it's not that the camera's any better. It's that you have just a little bit more grace in those platforming moments to work around the shitty camera that the 64 has. But let me tell you, I love the 64, but it's just, it's, it's a bad camera, people. I don't care what y'all say. Uh, that's all I've been playing. That's it. Nothing else. Fair enough. It's, it's a bit more than me, which is always good. Yeah. Well, you know, I try. I try. Uh, breaking news. Sean, you and I should play a game of Madden NFL. That's what we should do. I'd have no idea what to do. I know. That's why it would be fun. This is why I've never played an American football game ever. Oh my gosh. Sean, we are playing. We are playing just like a five minute quarter game. Of, of man which ends up being like i don't even remember like an hour or something like that i can't remember anyways um how 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 does how, how does a sports game do that i mean how long was super bowl super bowl was like what six hours long no it's three it's three well no this a normal football <laughs> game lie, lasts, yeah a normal football game lasts three hours i think that one's more like three and a half ish a little bit more than that because because the halftime is longer, you know, they got to get the show in with the fancy pants people and blah, blah, blah. Um, which, by the way, Matt Stafford won a Super Bowl. I know it doesn't mean anything to you, Sean, but my guy from Detroit who who suffered through some some rough, rough years won a Super Bowl. That's all I'm going to say. Um, and I'm done now, I promise. Sorry. Got, got a little too excited on that. I, pro- I probably peaked out the meter on that one. My bad. Uh, I think the only the only thing I saw of the Super Bowl was Lindsay showed me the um, the Eminem Dr Dre bit. That was that's the only bit of the Super Bowl I seen. Yeah, see, and we had kids around, so I actually didn't watch the halftime show. I was a little nervous. You never know what happens in those things. Um, so I was like, you know what? Let's just shut it off and we'll wait for it to be finished and then turn on the game again. Um, so I actually didn't, so you saw the stuff I didn't see and I saw the stuff you didn't see. See, so together we make a great, we make a great team. Um, man, we're doing this, Sean. After we beat It Takes Two, we are playing a game of Madden NFL 22. That's what we're going to do. Sounds good to me. I'll play a game of, 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 of football as well. I, I will never, I will never, ever, ever, like, you know, do that to you. 
Okay. I'll never make you play FIFA. Who would ever make you play FIFA? Uh, so anyways, Madden NFL, that was a tangent, my bad. Uh, Madden NFL 22, been on quite a few squirrel moments today, uh, is out, um, can play it on console and PC, Total Warhammer 3, which is a bummer because this game actually looks pretty cool, uh, is out on PC, uh, Arc DLC, if that's something you're interested in, um, Infernax, you interested in this game? Are you, is anybody interested in the 8-bit shtick? Uh, do you do you like those graphics, those Nessie graphics? Yeah, yeah sometimes I like them. Um, other times, not so much. So okay. I liked Scott Pilgrim versus The World did it, and Stranger Things did it. Um, yep. But after that, I, I'm not entirely sure. Yeah, I'm a not so much. I like the Super NES graphics. When you drop all the way back to the NES, I'm a little like, I, you know... I like. I want to be able to see my character. I don't want him to be five pixels. Like you know, I mean, I don't mean to be a jerk or anything, but um. So yeah, I'm 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 out on on Infernex. But uh, but you know, for those people who love that kind of pixel art style, it is there. Um, and it's uh, it's not a very long game either. Um, Edge of Eternity, turn-based RPG style game. Um, if you're interested in that, that, uh, is out this week as well. Skull the Hero Slayer, um, a, a roguelike action game. Just left my brain, whatever it was. <laughs> Sorry, my bad. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the, it's 2D top-down roguelike style, uh, dungeon crawler. Yes, but it is a roguelike, right? I'm fairly certain it's a roguelike. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. definitely like a roguelike. Okay, no That's reason why I've avoided it. <laughs> no, yeah, no reason to play that one then. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm just kidding. For all you roguelike fans out there, it's there. Play it; it's awesome, I'm sure. Um, Besiege. I actually forgot to mention this. I played Besiege this week too for a hot second, like just a couple hours. Um, I, I I think I played up until nearly the end of the first world. Yeah, I don't think I made it that far. Um, man, this game is fun it's definitely a game preview it's rough around the edges it's a brand new game preview so it gets to be a game preview and i'm not giving it crap <laughs> for that um but wow it's if you're creative with the you know with the engineering and the building i mean i don't know did you find it as cool as i found it yes i i enjoyed the design aspect of it you, yeah. you really do have to look at what's in front of you and take a bit of time to go Oh, okay. Because when I watched you stream it, I was like, oh, "If we could, if you could just add suspension," mm -hmm. because you hovered over something that said suspension. So I thought, as soon as I started playing it, I was like, "Right, I'm going to add suspension. I'm going to see what that does. I'm going to raise the the ride height of the vehicle and see what that does." And that helped a lot with things. It kind of took the damping out of the cannons, so I didn't flip oh, as much as you. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah. but then past that, I was like, "Oh my god." <laughs> Yeah, my so. proudest moment was using a winch and the detractable thing to like get this this thing of wood, unhook it, and then winch it up and then put it onto this platform. That was like my proudest moment of uh, besiege <laughs> architecture, and I felt like I had conquered the world. I can't imagine how crazy some of these get. By the way, yeah. like I tried to make a I tried to make a flying machine, and then all I had was was my uh, middle daughter Emily kind of sat there going, "Daddy." 
well, it's not working. Don't do it. Why, why is it? Why isn't that working? Can, can you really good at this game? And I'm like, okay, I'm gonna have to turn it off now. Let's go make some dinner. <laughs> Leave me alone, kid. Uh, yeah, that's good. I did. I did see the twirly blade that worked out really well. I put or the, the like the turning block and I put two blades on there. And that let me tell you, that's like a that's like a killer. That thing. Nobody touches you with that thing. Um, should so so there's a tip for y'all if you're playing besiege but it, it really is a fun game rough around the edges like i said it's a game preview i think uh hopefully they got some more to bring out to kind of crisp it up a little bit and uh but there was no like really there was no real issues glitches or anything like that where it kicked me out or did anything crazy like that so that's that <clears throat> uh sean i've talked yeah. too much you take party chat okay um so do you do you want to not want to talk about the last kids of earth the staff of doom is it staff of doom oh yeah there's this game called last kids of earth and i thought it was going to be good and it looks like crap <laughs> that's how much <laughs> see that i just i just wanted to to get your honest opinion i knew you were going to say something like that because of the pre the, the, before we, we chatted beforehand but yeah yeah, I don't know. Did you look at it at all? I really was interested until I looked at the video and I was like, mm, okay. See, I've not, I do that sometimes with Game Pass. And this is the where it's brilliant because you get to see the game preview kind of video. And I haven't done that. I've gone and watched people play it. Oh, and it looks more interesting to watch people play and have mm -hmm. their reaction than to just watch the video. So, Were they having well, fun? Yeah. Were they, did they it, seem to like it? They, they weren't crying. <laughs> Well, that's a bar. I don't. It's a pretty low one, but that's a bar. We'll take what we can get. Well, they didn't yeah. die when they got done with it, so yeah. sure. <laughs> no. Okay. So yeah. Anyway, moving into the pie chat. So the questions from the viewers. Uh, the first question comes from Chris HL ninety four. Which happy birthday, by the way? It's your yeah. Birthday <laughs> it's, uh, if money was no option and I want to play a new EA Sports game, should I get a PlayStation or an Xbox? Um, <laughs> If you, you've you've asked the wrong people, because you, you should buy an Xbox, and you can join us and play Xbox Game Pass. Um, but if you went and asked one of the dads after dark, he'd probably swear by a PlayStation, because you know he's bought one. <laughs> but I don't know. Graphically, there's there's more processing power, and um, this is an Xbox man talking about a PlayStation. There is more processing power in the PlayStation. There is. There is more there's they, they just do they have there's more there to run the games better in the ps5 than there is in the xbox but they got more bits yeah that and that's it that they just have more bits more bits and more bytes that's the only thing that's different uh well, well that, okay wait hold on hold on hold on is that, is that where you're gonna end that <laughs> you're just gonna move no. on after that <laughs> no the the PlayStation doesn't look as nice as the Series S or the Series X. I, I think it's too tall. It's very big. I've seen a PS5 next to an Xbox Series S on a windowsill. And if you aesthetically pleasing, the Series S and the Series X do look better. Um, short and you know. squatty is better than tall and skinny. I That's why I go for short. That's why I am short and squatty. <laughs> That's See, a, I'm just tall and I'm just tall and wide. So I'm like an Xbox I am the Series, Series X. X. 
<laughs> That's what I am. I'm an Xbox Series X. <laughs> um, I mean, lots of people say, "Oh, the controller's better for the PlayStation," but I don't. I don't believe it is. If you want to get a more updated controller for the Xbox, go for the Elite controllers because they're great. The Elite controllers are great, but the standard ones that come with the the, the Xboxes are, are lightweight. The ergonomics for me are just always better. They're, relatively big hands i find that the sony pads tend to be that little bit smaller um but yeah for just just for playing sports both both consoles are going to do it great but i mean if you want to play several sports games at once the xbox is probably going to do it better because you know we've got quick quick resume <laughs> you can only play one static game at a time on a playstation if you want to flick between a bit of madden and then go to the nhl 94 rewind and then jump to maybe a little bit of FIFA. The Xbox is going to let you do that. Like boom, boom, boom. PlayStation isn't. Yeah, I think I think you've hit it on the head. It's not really like you're going to be able to play an awesome, um, an awesome sports game on either system. They're going to look good. They're going to look fine. Xbox has quick resume. Xbox has Game Pass, which Ultimate includes EA Play. I can play Madden 22 for free air quotes with game pass so um you know that that's something to think about that is why i just like for full transparency that's why i chose xbox when i was thinking okay i want another console other than the switch to play some of these games that i know are never going to be on the switch which one do i choose and it was well if there's five games throughout the year um that i want to play on on PlayStation, I am now paying three hundred and fifty dollars in games for the year. Yow, that's a lot of money for me. Um, that I don't really want to. Yeah, I don't really want to pay that much money. Uh, so what if I can just know that I'm going to spend one hundred and twenty bucks a year and get the games that I want to get and play them? And that's what I do, and that that works out a lot better for me. And it's really just an economic situation uh, situation decision. Uh, and so that's why I chose to go that way. Uh, now I will say PS Now has come a long way from when I initially looked at it. Uh, there's a lot more. They're older games, but there's a lot more games than there was when I initially looked at PlayStation. Yeah. Um, but you're not going to get your Maddens or anything like that. No, the, the the PS Now does have a lot more games. There is more games to the PS Now than there is for Game Pass, but there is more modern up-to-date games and bigger games with game pass so let's see can he play i mean let's be honest uh, this is chris right that asked this question yeah. okay there's only one <laughs> no, he game can't play he NHL really NHL freaking Rewind. cares no. about okay i mean he, he doesn't do give it. a shit about anything but nhl 94 so let's see can he play sorry i didn't i was a little too steep on the cuss word my bad um no no not at all um can he well, play NHL now. 94 on PS Now? That's really all that matters. I mean, come on. We know this. Uh, yeah, I can't. I don't know. I can't figure it out. So Bruce also asked a question. Bruce asked a question that is very similar to this. My question for you guys is why I should get a new Xbox instead of a new PlayStation. Um, and I'm, I'm kind of hoping that from answering Chris's question, we've kind of answered Bruce's question a little bit that you 
money wise if you're gonna if you want to buy the games all the time then go to playstation buy the the big games that are there they've they have a few more exclusive exclusive which to me like the last of us and stuff like that god of war games i wish i could play on xbox but there you're gonna pay a, a monthly subscription with the xbox for game pass and you're gonna get games like madden 22 Battlefield 2042, Halo, uh, Farza, all included. So, um, so what I can find on PS Now is he would have to buy it, according to according to what I quickly found. PS Now games. Um, yeah, Tim Tim dropped that in the chat and he said it's ten dollars if he remembers correctly. But PlayStation is the only place you can use SharePlay and play to play it on nhl 94 rewind oh so he could play with other people using some fancy playstation share play thing that see so you know listen here's only the over thing. people that have playstation <laughs> here's the thing i want i want to really get across to both bruce and to chris um i i listen to too many xbox podcasts that love to tout the xbox gig of like well, you can play anywhere, and it's cool. But then the moment they get this freaking question, what do they do? They're like, well, Xbox is where you need to be. That's the one that matters. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, you can't. You cannot play both sides of this road, okay? You just can't. PlayStation has a lot of amazing things. And I will, I will agree with you, Sean, that the feel of the Xbox controller feels better than the PlayStation controller to me. The haptics in the PlayStation controller is un- unmatched by any other any other controller even even the switch the haptics in that freaking thing is amazing um yeah i mean playing returnal when when you hit the rain is i i just couldn't believe it it was crazy feeling to me um, yeah women love that controller <laughs> <laughs> what just happened <laughs> what just what Sorry. just happened um you think that I think that's a title? Um, no, probably shouldn't be a title. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, but but they both have they both have their their reasonings. Do you do you want to play Last of Us? Do you want to play Horizon Zero Dawn, God of War, Spider Man? Like if those if you're looking at those games and like, man, I really want to play those games. Well, then buy a freaking PlayStation to play your sports games. That's what you should do. Like, yeah, do that. Uh, have fun. I don't care where you have fun. Have fun. Play games. That's what it's all about. Um, but if you're like, you know, I don't know, those things might not entirely entice me that much. Playing a ton of Game Pass games, you know, where you get a lot of fun indie games that others um, that may that may come to other systems, but not right away. Or games, or even like Death Door, which came to other systems first, but now I was able to play it for free. Um, but I, you know, I played Death Door. I played Nobody Saves the World. Um, you get to play these games, and then you get to play the Halos, the Forzas, and all of that. And I get to play my Maddens and NHLs and NBA 2Ks. I don't play these games, but um, I'd love to play Madden, but I, I'd sink too much time in it, and it'd be ridiculous. Um, yeah. And I get to play all those <laughs> for free. Like, like what matters to you? That's that's how you got to make that decision. Yeah. And then this rolls into the next question, which came from Mr. John Blanco. Uh, was Game Pass a good value for you? Which then yeah, you sat, <laughs> sat there saying, you know, if you if you want to play a, a ton of different games, you want to play a 
you know, with different variety, you want to get decent games that come out day one. Yes, Game Pass is a fantastic value. I haven't benefited from Game Pass over the last two weeks because of Dying Light 2, but as soon as Dying Light 2 is finished, um, you know, just keep going. We'll, we'll get to it. It's a fair. It's a fair question. That's a legit question. That's a, le- it's a legit that's, question. That's, yeah. a legit that's question. what. That's At what first, I didn't think like, it yeah. was. I appreciate that question, sir. We will. We will answer that. Um. So yeah, you know, I haven't been playing as many Game Pass games. There is awesome games on there that I want to try. I want to go and give them a go. I want to play them off the siege. I want to give, you know, the last kids on Earth a go and things like. I want to try Death Star because it, you know the the short clips that I've seen that you've sent me looks great. But amazing. I have just, you know, been held up by Dying Light 2. Yeah. So this is hard answer question, just to be fair, um, for me, because of Game Pass News. Um, like, it's hard for me. John did this, what what I can only classify as a very programmery thing, where he's like, listen, I looked at my games, I broke them down, I, I, I don't know, I gave a factor. It was very jesse-esque right where it's like i was like i I had trouble following the math in my head um and it was like but okay cool like it worked for him and and he was like you know and sure it was a good value um uh for me there's there's two things i have totally loved playing all these games that i've got to play on game pass now i will say uh all that said I will say this. I looked back at my time on Game Pass last year and said, I got to play a ton of games. I had a ton of pass, ton of fun in Game Pass news uh, with Sean. But you know what? I wasn't really satisfied with my time with Game Pass. Like, if I want to be honest and legit, I was not satisfied with my time in Game Pass. That's not on Game Pass. That's on me. Game Pass gave me a buffet, and I went... And stuffed my face with like five bites of everything and really was not satisfied when I looked back with what I had accomplished or done or been able to do. And so I sat down and said, hey, you know, what what should I do? What should my time in Game Pass be? How should I focus this? What should happen? Also, how do I how do I balance this with um with the fact that we do Game Pass news, right? Uh, and so I had to really, I had to really take a look into that and say, what do we do? What do I do? Uh, because I am, I am playing a game. Um, I am, I am doing a hobby of podcasting, which is based on a hobby. And if I don't enjoy my first hobby, then there's no way I'm gonna enjoy the second. Uh, so I had to really look into that. And think about how what we what I had to do for myself, and it was really like okay, I got to find games that I really want to play, that I want to beat, not because I feel like I need to talk about them, but to be more fair to the listeners of Game Pass News and to myself, play games that I love, and you know let let that passion show forth. And this year, we are only two and a half months in, but I have so much more enjoyed my time with Game Pass news, because I am choosing games that I love, and I'm beating them, and I'm just talking passionately about what I love, and there are games that I may not know, and we're inviting people like Andros on, and stuff like that, for Spelunkies, and, and that kind of jazz, where we're, where maybe we don't care about a game that might our community might care about, or, you know, or something like that, so, 
yeah, so that's a long-winded answer, but that that's been my journey with Game Pass news recently in 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 the last year. Yeah, and that's the same with me. We've played we've played a lot of games, and I've hit, um, I've, you know, I've hit a lot of games that I enjoy. You know, like Lonely Mountains Downhill, uh, Spelunky, like you mentioned with Andros, um, and bits and pieces like that. Have I played a lot of these games to finish? No, I haven't finished many games at all. Um, but yeah, all right. it's. It's just the availability, the availability to play whatever you want. You can jump on you and be like, like Jay does it quite often. And she has she has Game Pass and she'll like she'll scroll through every now and then. She's like, oh, I'm gonna try that and I'll play that for a bit, or I'll play this, or I'll play that. And she plays online with quite a few of her friends and different games as well. So she does really benefit from it. Yeah, for sure, man. For sure. Um all right, what's next? Um We've got a few questions that are scrolling in the live chat, but this one from Hammer and Johnny is, would you rather get tacos with Phil Spencer or ice cream with Doug Bowser? Um, what, I don't know. What do you think, Sean? Um, <laughs> well, I don't know. I think if you, if you went and had ice cream with Doug Bowser, you'd be okay, but Phil Spencer's more likely to buy the, the taco joint than anything else just kidding sorry my bad i'm just wanting to see how many my bad we're better okay <laughs> little break there um i don't know uh i think I'd, I'd like to sit with phil spencer and speak to him about like what the hell he's thinking regards the accus acquisitions and where he wants game pass to go in the future and, and things like that yeah, um, I think Doug Bowser wouldn't give me any real good answers. I'm not going to lie. I think he's too corporate -y for me, um, just to be honest. Uh, so I think I would, I think I would rather hang out with, uh, with Phil Spencer in, in the ice cream shop. That's what I say. So that's where I'm at. Are we? Do we have everything done, or what are we doing here? Um, that's that's all the questions we've got. Um, I, I think mean, it is for, all. I think it is all the questions we have. Yeah. Um, I mean, the golden ticket. We've got broken sword still on there until the twenty eighth. Hydrophobia till the fifteenth. Just looking at the date. That's an old one, so that's gone. Uh, Band of Bugs, February 16th to the 28th, and Aerial Knights Never Yield, which is February 16th to March 15th. Um, Aerial Knights Never Yield has a new has a new DLC, actually. Did you know that? I didn't know that, no. Yeah, I just saw that uh, last week. I showed, or I, Tim probably already knew, but I uh, I tagged him on it. Uh, looks like it might be pretty good. Um and then I think it's Band of Bugs is uh, is is specifically made for uh, Microsoft Arcade. So you play with uh, or Microsoft Xbox Live Arcade. So you play with your your avatars. Um, I had not downloaded it, but I thought I might just to give it a shot. So. Okay. Uh, things that are leaving. 
So as of February 28th, you're going to lose Hitman Space, Outlaw, Killer Queen, Black, Stealth Inc. 2, A Game of Chaos, uh, Tohu, Lunar Knights, and then March 1st, you're going to lose Titanfall from the AA play, which if you haven't played Titanfall, I'd go give that a go before it disappears because it's uh, an interesting game to play. Hey, good job. I was I, I like everything you just did. Um, all of it. Uh, <laughs> um, I, uh, yeah, I'm actually surprised Killer Queen Black's leaving the, uh, the shtick. But, I mean, I kind of am. Also, that's a game that seems to have come out in this... It was really hot. Even on the Switch, people were chatting it up, talking about how amazing it was. I had one really awesome night with uh, with that game with the Nintendo dads, and uh, I never played it again. So, so yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm just trying to think now what else I could say about Titanfall. I have a Titanfall t-shirt. <laughs> That's how much <laughs> I enjoyed it when it first came out. I have a Titanfall t-shirt. Nice. Um, Nice. Not my style of game, but uh, yeah. So yeah, um, but yeah, I think that that kind of concludes everything. We've had a couple of issues in the chat that uh, <laughs> we could probably hear them by my mine and Nick's voice that we've just been able to to sort out. But um, I think that covers everything for this week's show. Yeah, man, I think that's everything. It's been a really good show. Appreciate uh, so many people jumping in, at least some of them jumping in. Um, so, uh, yeah. Take us out, Sean. I'll roll us out. So, as always, our socials, are Twitter, YouTube, and Twitch, everything's at Game Pass News. Uh, if you're listening to us via your podcasting app, please, if you can, give us some stars, thumbs up, likes, uh, even comments, which is always nice. Um if you head over to patreon.com forward slash Nintendo Dads for as little as a dollar a month, you can get joined in there. You can chat with us in our little sub within the Nintendo Dads Discord. Um, or if you are a subscriber to our Twitch channel, Mr. Neon Prime 33 in the chat there will sort you out with getting in there as well. Um, thanks to Tim, Hambo, and Johnny. Um, can't remember who else was in the chat. Help, because I've had to delete it all. <laughs> But anyway, thank you to everybody who's been in the live chat this evening. It's been great for you guys to be hanging out. And until next time, we hope to hear from you soon and see you later. See you later, guys. <laughs>